0: Be prepared to experience a life-changing teaching designed to challenge you to discover your blessings in a world-fulfilled life. From the ministry of Reverend Isaac Abzalabaz Awuni from the International Central Gospel Church, Paradise Temple. And now, today's sermon. Generations and miracles. Father, we thank you for your word. We bless you. We give you glory and honor. Use me to be a blessing. Put me down. Put every that makes me uh, uh, to feel good, feel proud, feel excellent, put that aside. Take God, every humanity out of me and let the spirit of God give me the words, give me the wisdom. Let me speak just as the Holy Spirit want me to speak and make me an instrument and a tray of blessings and services and serve these people with a divine meal of miracles this morning and by the time we are out of this place, let me be a blessing. Let them also be a blessing. Let your people receive let me also receive cleanse me and use me this morning in this work of righteousness in jesus name amen so we are looking at generations and miracles tell your friend generations and miracles and tell your friend that you are in a generation of miracles so you must get the miracles hallelujah let's look at isaiah chapter 8 verse 18 that is going to be our springboard We use this to stand on it and then dive or delve into what we have to do. Here am I and the children whom the Lord has given me. Here am I and the children whom the Lord has given to me. Amen. So this is me, your pastor, and this is the children God has given to me. Those in the first service and those in the second service. Amen. So the Bible said that here am I and the children whom the Lord has given to me. Here is Jesus and the children God has given to him who are Christians. Hallelujah. Here is the pastor and the children God has given to Him who are his congregation. Amen. Here is the father and the children God has given to him. That is his wife and his children. So in every dispensation, God choose a person and then set up him as a head or as a medium of Generating and distributing the miracles of God to the people of God, hallelujah. And in our generation, also, there's always someone God pick and use that person to become the head and for the distributor of the miracles of God for that those people and for that generation. Hallelujah. So in our time, we are in the era of Jesus Christ and his children, who is the Christians, then we have moved to the era of the Holy Spirit. And the people of God through Christ Jesus. And also we have come also to the era of the apostolic head or the ministry head. Pastors, prophets, apostles, evangelists and teachers whom God has also given congregation to his people to become a blessing unto their life. Amen. So we are in an era but we are going to see what Isaiah have to say. He said, here am I and the children whom the Lord has given to me. We are for signs and wonders in Israel from the Lord of hosts who dwells in Mount Zion. So here is me and the children whom God has given to me. We are for signs and wonders. Somebody say I'm for signs and wonders. Hallelujah. So we are for signs and wonders. It means, you see, signs and wonders doesn't have to follow your pastor alone. Signs and wonders doesn't have to follow the leader alone. We are for signs and wonders. In other words, we are for miracles. Amen. And he said, for this is what the Lord has given or has made to the children of Israel. And the children of Israel is talking about the Holy Family of God, whom we are now because of Christ Jesus. Because we are no longer talking about the physical nation Israel, but we're talking about the spiritual nation Israel. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So the Bible said that God has given to us and the Bible said that for God who has given us this season of signs and miracles he dwells with us in Mount Zion. That means the God of miracles of the people of God are with them in the church of Jesus Christ. So we have a God who is a God of signs and wonders and that God of signs and wonders is a God for you and for I and that God is in the church with us hallelujah so you and i are supposed to be custodians of miracles as we walk miracles must follow us as we move signs and wonders must follow us as we live everyday life it must be a day and a life of signs and wonders amen so starting from the generation of adam until our time god has put in place certain miracles and those miracles are there for all those who come into God. Hallelujah. Sometimes we may think that the miracles that God has are the miracles that were done in the days of Jesus Christ. No. But right from the days of Adam until now, every miracle we have counted of God in the Bible, those miracles were made and were instituted for our benefit as long as we also have become part of the children of god amen so we have a generation and the miracles god has instituted for us and that miracles throughout those generations must be benefited by the people of god hallelujah and we are going to look at those generations those miracles, and how we are going to benefit it. And we take it one after the other. Today, we do, I'm going to do about five of the generational miracles or blessings. And so, that means it's going to travel to five weeks. Hallelujah. And by the end of five weeks, you are supposed to know that you all not less than at least, at least 20 miracles must be part of your life. Hallelujah. You should know that at least minimum of 20 miracles and how to get them must be part of your everyday life. And you must live with that consciousness and with that mentality. Amen. So, we look at the first miracles that God has instituted for us throughout the generation, which is the miracles that comes out of innocence. Or what I call the fundamental miracles. These miracles are fundamental. They are general miracles for all humanity. Who are created. Who are created in the image of God and the likeness of God. It is general. Everybody has to benefit it. Somebody say, Pastor? Ah, So are you saying that all unbelievers and all those who are not saved? Yes. Amen. Once they are created in the image and the likeness of God, they qualify you see it is different to be created in the image and likeness of God and different to be born again hallelujah there are certain miracles it goes to only the born again and there are certain miracles it's for all humanity like the bible will say the sun shines on the wicked it shines on the righteous the rain falls on the wicked it falls on the righteous will God say that because a medra? has cultivated a tomato plantation. So the rain should not rain on the plantation of the Medra. No. Even though the person is a Medra, but the produce of the harvest is going to be what? Distributed to all humanity. And everybody, both righteous and unrighteous, are going to feed on it. So because of that, God is not going to say that because the person is a Medra, so I'm not going to bless the work of his hands. For people to enjoy. But that does not mean that that person will make it to heaven. Do you get it? Because those who make it to heaven are the born again. Those who have come to live, move, and have their being in Jesus Christ. So that is the difference to know. So this generational miracles is there for all humanity. Those, all those whom God has created in his likeness and his image. But there are conditions also attached to it. Because some people are enjoying part of these miracles and not all. And some too can enjoy all. But we are supposed to enjoy every facet and every part of that miracles of God. That is the foundational or the fundamental miracles of God. And when you read the book of Genesis that us have given the It is stated there. You will know what those miracles are. And I said that it was instituted during the generation of innocence. And the generation of innocence is from the day of Adam and Eve. The period when men were so innocent and ignorant. Hallelujah. They were naked and they were not ashamed. That is the generation of what? Innocence. Man was so innocent. I didn't know anything. So ignorant. And God instituted certain blessings. And church, you and I can go back to the generation of innocence. Hallelujah. For ignorant, it is not passion. Listen, being innocent does not mean you should be ignorant. Hallelujah. Because, listen, children are innocent, but children are not ignorant. Unless your child, you are training your child to become a fool. But my two-year-old boy knows that this is fire. He will not put his hand in. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But they can walk out. There was a day when they were here. We were in the morning, they, when they finished bathing. We're looking for these boys. They don't know. They've come out from the main gate and they were walking with their naked body on the street. And people brought them in. And they have no shy. They have nobody. They were even happy. When they brought her in, mommy, mommy, we went there. Mommy, mommy, there. And we're like, How? Huh? You went like this. And they didn't see anything wrong. Hallelujah they will not put their hands in fire when they see knife this is knife, this is blade it will cut them, they know so being innocent does not make you ignorant but the problem of most of us is that we are innocent and we are allowing our innocence to make us ignorant hallelujah because in the dispensation of innocence God did not make human beings to be ignorant he put the laws and the principles to govern knowledge Even though you are innocent, but God tells them that there are certain things if you do them, it will hurt you. And you shouldn't say, I don't know because I'm innocent of it. Hallelujah. If you slap somebody and the law arrests you, you can't go and tell the court that I was so angry, I couldn't control myself, so I slapped the person. I'm sorry. That is ignorance. The law does not respect ignorance. You are sorry. The person should go and suffer the bruises. The law of assault will victimize you. And you will be found if God doesn't come in and you meet a judge whose child or himself have been slapped like that before. They will jail you. Even though you were ignorant, you didn't know that there was a law like that. Hallelujah. So, in that dispensation, God instituted this law which leaves Until the time of Noah, that the dispensation and the loss of innocence came to an end. Because listen to what happened in the days of Noah in Genesis chapter 6. Noah went about and said, hey, repent. God is going to destroy the whole world. He's going to scatter everything. They looked at Noah and they were laughing. What are you talking about? How? How is God going to? And one said, no, this thing you are doing, you see, if you are stealing, if you are converting, if you are killing, if you are robbing, this kind of lifestyle, God will judge and will, it's causing God to destroy the earth. And people said, oh, no, no, no it's not true. We don't believe it. Mm-hmm. They were so innocent and so ignorant that even the consequences of evil, they still don't believe. They still don't know until when it happened. But after it happened from the eighth family of Noah that came out, men begin to learn. Cain has killed his brother Abel. And God said, Cain, where's your brother? I said, Why do you ask me, my brother? Am I my brother's watchman? Can you imagine? Kill human being, your brother. And God was, and he doesn't see anything wrong. He doesn't see anything wrong. So innocent. And God said, You know, I'm going to punish you. So, what is my punishment? God gave him his punishment. He said, It's too much for me. Why? This small my brother too, I kill him. You want to punish me like that? It's too much. God bargain. They were bargaining on God. What have I done? Reduce it. God reduce it. Say, no, no, this one Christ too much. God reduce it. Then he said, Okay, now you walk on the surface of the earth, but you shall become a wanted person. Anybody who see you will kill you. He said, No. It's no. okay. Now what is going to happen is you are going to wander on the surface of the earth. He said, That's okay for me. That's okay. He was bargaining with God on punishment. Because he doesn't even know. So innocent. Hallelujah. There were certain miracles God said at that time for us. And church, it is not over you and I. When we can go back to this generation. Can go back to this season. Those miracles can still be available to us. Because we are still living from the generation of Adam. Unto this dispensation of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. And whatever God did. God have not stopped. Because once it came on earth, it has become part and parcel for the children of God. Amen. And you and I are going for that miracles of the fundamental days. And this morning, I want you to trust as we go through those miracles and how to receive it, connect so that you benefit it. Amen. So let's look at the miracles. The miracles or the fundamental miracles these are miracles which has worked in us. They are miracles already in us. These are not miracles who are going to come from up. They are already in you. So as you walk in and out, the miracles are inside of you. And all that is left is for you to reveal that miracle physically. Amen. Tell yourself, I'm going to reveal the miracles. Tell yourself, I'm going to bring them out. Hallelujah. And these five miracles... In fact, they are the foundation, the fundamental, the basic upon which all miracles are worked. And they are inside of you. God has already finished, packaged it inside of you. Like a computer. The the, the hard drive or the system unit or whatever. Every program, whatever the computer will do, is already processed in it. All you have to do is what? Is to strike the right keys and to get you the, the answers. Those are these miracles. And these are about five. I've grouped all of them into five. Hallelujah. So the first one is the miracle of dominion and control. God said every human being who is created of him must dominate and control the earth. Hallelujah. So every human being have the rights of control and dominion. You don't need to go to university to become a president. You don't need to become a a, a military man. You don't need to become a boss. You don't need to become a leader. As long as you are a human being born and created by God, you have the rights of authority is inside of you. That is why we have something called fundamental human rights. Except that sometimes some of the human rights are nonsense. How can a man love a man and you call it rights? What is there? And if you see their boxers, some of them four or five months, they are still wearing it. Bro! So what are the women doing with all their nice, nice polished bath, creamy, juicy body that they are walking around in this world? Do you think God created them to become an a, 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 a instrument for advertisement? Hallelujah! Is a foolish human right. What kind of human right? God does not believe in human rights. Oh. Stand before God and say human right. See what we will do to you. God, has put moral principles. Hallelujah. So, every human being. That is why sometimes when somebody speak against you, it hurts you. Somebody insults you, it hurts you. Somebody treated you the way you don't like, it hurts you. Because you have the rights of dominion and the right of control of your life and of the surface of the earth you occupy. Nobody is supposed to come to your house and tell you what you must do. Nobody's supposed to come to your life and you start, listen, that is when in life, whenever people start to direct and control you, you have lost it. You have lost it. The moment somebody starts to try, tell you what to do and what not to do, you've lost it. The moment somebody tries to tell you how to succeed, And how not to succeed? You've lost it. Because every human being has an inborn ability to dominate and to control. So every sphere of life God puts you in, if he puts you in a farm, he has given you the right to control that farm and also to dominate that farm. Amen. And no other personality or entity created by God has the right to your dominion and your control. Satan has no right Devils has no right. That is why when Satan came into the garden, he had no rights until the man who has been given the permission of dominion and control gave him the rights. Satan took permission from Eve to attack Eve. Have you, have you, have you noticed it? Satan didn't attack Eve. He didn't have the right. When Eve appeared, Satan didn't tell him that Eve eat the apple and Eve ate it. No. Satan first said that Eve has God said and Eve said oh, yes God have said and then Satan said no what God has said is not true you are too innocent you don't know but this is it when you eat it you have knowledge of God of good and bad that is what it means oh whenever knowledge comes the Eve said okay then I want to now try this knowledge then the devil said the right is yours she went and ate it that is when, when punishment came God didn't start with the serpent, he started with Eve because she acted by her own right. She abused the dominion and the right God has given to her to Satan and accepted to be a lesser instead of being what? The greater. And most of us, we have thrown our way, our dominion and we have become subject instead of becoming bosses. Instead of becoming leaders. Instead of becoming masters, dominion masters. Instead of becoming instructors, we have become followers. Beggars. Hallelujah. This morning, I pray the spirit of dominion. I pray the power of dominion. You will rise and stand on your feet. You possess your possession. You will take what is yours. Nobody will take you for granted. You will be able to put your hand on your chest. And you say, in the name of God that I serve. In Jesus name. This territory is mine. This land is mine. This business is mine. This daughter is mine. This wife is mine. This health is mine. Nobody can take it. In the name of Jesus. And nobody has the right to take it. Hallelujah. The second is the miracle of innocence with intelligence. The fact that God gives us innocence does not mean God has made us block-headed people. The most intelligent people on earth are human beings. Adam was naked. Eve was naked. But do you know the number of species of plants and animals that are in the world? Hello? Sometimes when I'm watching this exploration to the animal kingdom, there are certain animals you see them was like, oh, these animals also exist. Sometimes you go to the forest, you see certain plants. They are too small, 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 small plants. And the Bible said that God just sat down and told Adam, "Name all of them." And the intelligence to name all the speeches of the earth were in the head of one man. Those in the tree. Those under the sea, those in rocks, those in the firmament, those don't see. Including the names of Satan himself. How will we have known that Satan is, the devil is called Satan? Hallelujah. The Bible said that and as Adam named them, so had it been until today. Intelligence. Even though he was naked. Listen to me. The fact that you are naked doesn't mean that what? You are nobody. Doesn't mean that you are blockheaded Doesn't mean that there's nothing in your head. You may not have food to eat, but you have sense. You may not have clothes to wear, but you have sense. You may not have a house to sleep in, but you have sense. Listen to me. In order to make your life great, you don't need to put on clothes or to be satisfied. You have to use the intelligence. Adam did not use whether he was wearing a mani or he was wearing a, 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 a visashi. No. Whether he was cooking in microwave. Or he was cooking in blender. Whether he was. It, it, in fact, there was no gas cooker, but Adam cooked and it, And nobody showed him how to spark fire, but he knew how to light fire. Hallelujah. Who was the Adam's first designer after the sun? Who told them that there is something called designing? They were able to get a plant to sow. First skirt ever designed. It was not sewn by clothes, it was sewn by using leaves. They were able to sew the nice green skirt and wait. And when God came, God himself saw said, oh, Wow. Ha! Why are you people wearing? Say, so God's scared. said, so green skirt? Say, so yeah, it's leaves. How did he decide? Well, we saw it ourselves. Who was his designer? Who was his tailor? Who was his seamstress? It is what? Intelligence and church. You and I, we have this intelligence that we can use to make our life better. But some of us, we are using our intelligence to be a crook. How to lie to a woman and use her and dump her? How to put your hands on a man's hair and move his ears out? and blow his nose for his conscience to be jammed only for him to give you empty his account then go home and cry intelligent don't you see we are intelligent look at the way somebody can, can somebody can call you for you to give the person your last 50 CDs with their mouth they can wrap you they can tell you will empty all your pocket and give it to them you call them the following morning said I'll give it to you you call them the following morning I'll give you you call them the next day. are you to why this movie, is why, why, why they will tell you intelligence hallelujah the things I'm saying isn't this intelligence seated in you can't you sit down and instead of thinking and using your intelligence negatively can't you construct it positively why can't you now sit down and think how can I become the DCE of my village and start thinking hallelujah you can how can i become the manager how can i write up to? You? you can start the moment you picture the garden you will get the knowledge for the plant adam was walking the bible said that he was walking in the garden and when you go out you will meet a lizard you he say hey you are a lizard and the lizard said oh, okay then you go up to go say god this evening when you come and you see this animal it is called lizard. God said, as you said, I take it. God has given us, inter- listen to me, in the divine wisdom of creation, whatever you name it, God accepts it. That is why you don't go about naming things just like that about your life. My malaria, my pressure, my kidney, my liver, my, 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 my stomach, I am impotent, I am barren. I don't have a job. As you name it, so it shall be. Because God has given us the ability to create. And as you say it, he will not. From the day God said that, and now God saw that everything that he created was good. And very good for man. The Bible said that, and God rested. And the rest of the work God is doing is supervising his creation and giving man the mandate to continue with the progressional work of the earth. And you have to make use of that intelligence that is sitting out of you. You are too intelligent. Some of you, sometimes, you see, sometimes I come to church and I look at the intelligence of some of you. You enter the gate, you see pastor standing there. Hey, Pastor, how are you? And I say, I'm fine. Then the moment you see the ushers look at you. Then I'll be standing there and say, wow. Look at how crafty and smart. At one point, this same person has smiled to pastor. as if this is Angel Michael who has come to fight the battles of the church. The moment he turned the face from the pastor, he's now Lucifer who has come to destroy the ushers of the church. What, how can, look at the, how the, within the twinkle of an eye, how the mind of a person can flip between good and bad and this intelligence is sitting inside of you go to the bank look at the face of the manager and use this same intelligence you will get the loan you are looking for and stop sitting in the house and say that they are weak and listen to me the reason why you are not making through by your words and your intelligence is that your devices on the negative devices on the evil the lord blesses the thoughts of a man he blesses the knowledge of a man the lord impacts our reasons so when you begin to your reasons and your mind effectively God will make it productive and as you think so as should be in the name of Jesus I empower your mind I empower your knowledge I empower your intelligence in the name of Jesus receive it